0: Hi guys and welcome back to Pod with your host Sam Crick. Now this is the podcast that offers the personal side behind the persona of world leading athletes and performers. But this week, we've done something a bit different. Now, with it being the first week of February, and usually this would be the Bucks Cross Country Championships, but it's not happening this year due to Corona, we thought that we would dedicate a whole episode to the stories and memories of people that have competed there in the past now quick disclaimer sam crick myself has never actually been to a bucks championship so i've recruited two of the best names in the game please welcome (laughs) please welcome Ross Murray and Ryan Green. Boys, how are we?
1: Well, who's going to go first? Is that oh, all <laughs> <not>, uh, <both laughs> I
0: was such like... Such
1: gentlemen, yes. Uh, very well. Uh, still in lockdown as we record this. Going a little bit mad, a little bit stir-crazy. Uh, but apart from that, all well... All well at my
2: end. yeah Fantastic. same for me um again not really doing much i think i'm on my fourth round of completion of netflix at the moment so yeah that's literally been my life for the past sort of month so yeah but I'm, well.
0: I'm real boys and for the listeners if you haven't if you haven't already listened to the podcast that i've done individually with ross and ryan then please go and check that out after this episode but boys Let's be honest, we're absolutely buzzing for this one. Uh, the build-up has been good. It was actually Ryan who came up with the idea. So Ryan, tell us a little bit about that first sort of initial spark and how we got this going
2: yeah so to be honest with you it's just like you you know you get your memories on like your, your camera roll and snapchat and things like that and i was getting a few from like books and it was just all going in the group chat and all the boys were just kind of reminiscing um some of the stories obviously from the nights out especially with our group of lads and but obviously the event itself and we just thought if we've got these kind of stories surely other people's going to have the same if not better stories and things like that and that's where initially it kind of sparked from to be honest it's a
0: beautiful idea it is a beautiful idea and i was so glad when ryan messaged me and goes why don't we do this because to be honest i wasn't thinking about that, I was thinking, right. Next individual guest, who can we get on? um But you know, we thought we could do a dual host, or we could include someone else. Maybe we need a bit more experience. So who did we call? Well, we called loads of people, and then we called Ross Murray. So Ross, what do you think that you can bring to the table for this uh, for this podcast episode?
1: Well, as the as the older man, who's. <laughs> um, <laughs> been around and heard quite a few book stories in my time. No joking, see what I did there? That was a a good edgy bit of comedy to to kick off the show. Uh, No, obviously, I'm a little bit older than you guys. Um, So when Sam said, oh, you know, do you want to come in and and, and tell us a little bit, bit about what it was like before social media, before that was a thing? and obviously stories that I've got from, from my elder peers who who have a good insight as well. I thought, hey, why the flip-not? Do you know what I mean? I mean, literally, I have nothing better to do <laughs> to sit and have a chat with you guys. Um, so, no, very excited. Obviously, you know, I'm good for everybody who hasn't been able to compete it this year because you know it is such a, a good it's such a special weekend that kind of brings people together in this kind of tribal camaraderie that you just don't really get
0: in, in other events
1: so super it's fantastic so why not why not have a, a podcast on it
0: absolutely and to give it context boys um when did you both compete in the Bucks championships uh roscoe uh i went up to watch
1: in 2010 but I was injured so basically went for the after party and then I competed in 2011 and finished second and then I competed in 2012 and finished ninth but I was in a pair of Lunar Tempos uh, <laughs> if anyone remembers those shoes before everybody started running in next percent I was in a pair of Lunar Tempos and it was snowing that day so definitely think I had a top five in me I mean I'm making excuses for a race that happened about 10 yeah. years ago but anyway
0: over <laughs> you Ryan I mean we were we were saying before this podcast that you know we thought that running lunar tempos on snow is basically like 30 seconds so it put you about fourth um but yeah we don't really have those excuses so yeah you did come ninth, nice, sadly but just to put into context for those those people that may not have actually experienced cross-country but listen to the podcast like what is the difference between just running in let's be honest flats and spikes
1: i would probably say imagine you're in a car and you've got a car that's got snow tyres on and you've got a car that's got normal tyres on and you get them to go and do a race around the circuit that's that's what I would say the equivalent is and if you can't wrap your head around that just log off now and go and watch uh, yeah,
2: no Married
0: at <laughs> First Sight or something like that <laughs> Love it yeah, I'll see Love you
2: boys it. in a bit then <laughs> <laughs>
0: Love it. Uh, and then, and then Ryan, when did you uh, compete or support, me? Yeah, so I went in 2017 as a fresher. That was just ridiculous,
2: the whole thing. But then I went again the year after in 2018. Unlike Ross, I'm not going to say the positions and stuff. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it on like that, to be honest with you. <laughs>
0: Yeah I guess it benefits Ross if he says him but maybe not for Ryan. But boys I think what, what you're going to what you're going to bring to this um this table is just a bit of insight of because obviously some of these stories that we've actually been sent in will be sort of allocated to the years that you competed in so it's really helpful that you can sort of go yeah I remember that or or whatever but for you guys before we sort of get into the stories that have been sent in what sort of stands out um, for you in terms of the preparation, the actual race itself and the rivalries and then obviously the nights out as well?
1: So uh, I would say in terms of the preparation, I think there's huge excitement that builds up and all of the uni students who have done it, or even if you've just been around that, that, that um, in that environment, you know, you know you're know, you talking about books from pretty much as soon as you get back after Christmas. I would say people are, oh, who's running well? Who's been staying in shape after Christmas? People are talking about other people in sessions. This person's going well, that person's going well. Well, who's going to make the team, blah, blah, blah. So there's a lot of talk and there's a lot of excitement, bigging it up. Um, and then obviously, you can talk about the rivalries, as you touched upon just there, you know, you start thinking about, you know, it was obviously for us at St Mary's, it was always about Loughborough and Birmingham. So always keeping an eye on there guys, lots of anticipation. I think in terms of preparation, people maybe rain their university nights out a bit as well because they think, right, this next three or four weeks I've had Christmas, I'm doing dry jam. I don't think dry jam was a thing when I was younger, like, but uh, it was just, I'm going to have a few weeks off the drink. Um, so, That's anyway, Anyway, so yeah, so the people start to take a train a bit more seriously, and then on the day, like you say, there's just so much excitement, so much rivalry, so much chanting and, and, and uh, slagging the other universities off, but that being said, it's, it's all in good spirit, it's all in good nature, and then obviously the after party, everybody just seems to come together, and, and people, have, like you say, you have had their heads down for quite a while, so people just want to want to cut loose, do you know what I mean, throw, throw some shapes on the dance floor, Get a few VKS down the neck, uh, you know, have a bit of a boogie uh, down, the, down the disco afterwards. So um, yeah.
0: This voc- this vocab that he's coming out with, he's showing his age, isn't he? Oh, it's ridiculous. He's having a boogie <laughs> on the dance floor. See if,
1: you, see if you can see if you can cop off with one of the girls or the boys wow. on the dance floor. Wow! Oh,
0: Starts, you'll start saying snogging in a sec. <laughs> Jesus!
1: You've been courting. You've been courting. I tell you, you wouldn't be snogging or getting off with anybody if you'd you'd been courting
0: somebody back home, do you know what I mean? Yeah, dangerous, dangerous. Well, I guess the effects of social media have changed that a bit, but Ryan, your, uh, your experience, mate, just off the top so yeah like <laughs> i remember
2: like i was always always injured over the course of the winters and stuff like that so i wasn't going to be in any sort of shape anyways to make any sort of team or, or do well at, at books cross um so for me it was just enjoying the occasion but i made sure that i was fit just to go and kind of pull on the vest type thing just to go and get round. um because of the in- anticipation that all the boys the other boys you've got like jack Road, jalen and all of them that would just put so much emphasis on this one race and it's a fantastic occasion and then obviously you've got the night out afterwards and the one that the thing that i remember is being on the coach from the hotel to the event itself and the music's blasting you've got like the likes of eminem ross would do you remember him or his... <laughs> yeah, who's but...
1: it? Eminem? I, think, I think if anything i remember him more uh, than you mate yeah, so,
2: no, 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 no. <laughs> i was listening um, to
1: eminem when you were still probably a nappy so it was like
2: 2015 <laughs> Uh, so yeah but um, it, hardly any conversation on the on the bus to be honest with you and it felt as if we were literally going to like war that just
1: because nobody wanted to talk to you
2: <laughs> no mate that's uh, exactly what happened I think <laughs> uh, quick Ryan's going shh shh, shh. God, it's oh, that's Shut what up, everyone so. is doing <laughs> uh, no one's
1: talking it's weird and then when you get off the bus everyone's like way
2: <laughs> I, did, I did think that was strange you know I did think that was strange um, it all, it all but, makes it makes sense it now boys it all yeah. makes sense but it was just that anticipation um to be honest with you and, and it was like wow this is really going to be something here and then as soon as we started to get ready and walk the course that's when the chance thing and things started and really we were the loudest people there um as i'm sure we were when when ross went as well and the simmies lot so it was just a fantastic occasion to be honest with you something I'll know.
0: definitely and i think you know we've got so many sort of stories that have been sent in and this podcast i mean boys i could do it with you for for ages um that's talking about the podcast by the way no no home or anything but like (laughs) genuinely i would like enjoy talking about these stories but i think we the best thing to do right now is dive in to the first one and what we're going to do is we're actually going to start off with ones that we actually can't include so young ed mason ryan tell us a little about ed a uh, little bit about ed and um and tell us the sort of well sort of the story that he gave us that we actually can't air because it's just ridiculous yeah. and outrageous. Is, is this uh, a good idea? is this a good idea I mean, uh, <laughs> we're, we're sure, not we're so not so sharing the story just basically, not. just say it why it's yeah it's not allowed
1: ross so, so, <laughs> murray has ross murray has left the meeting <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, um, yeah, basically Ed, um, Ed was in the Ebaloma at university, you know, he, he actually did quite well over the steeplechase. I remember, Sam, you were telling me when we had a few pints together that he was actually quite a big deal in, th- in things Now I literally couldn't see it because I know Ed is the daft one going out and being ridiculous. I remember there's a story of him going on Kingston a homeless person's bike for hours and things like that and we thought <laughs> we lost him and so that's the type of bloke that he is and he's always losing his house keys and, and bank cards and like, he's an absolute nightmare. The story, I was there I know exactly what he's going on about and I know exactly why it cannot be said because it's absolute chaos from well the whole thing to be honest with you but yeah that's a little bit on ed Um, i think we got a little video
0: especially especially as well as I, i did read it i found it hilarious sent it to a couple of people but it just would not be being aired on a podcast that's got my name in it um, and that uh you know my employer listens to so yeah probably not um but we've got a little video here for the people that are watching on on the youtube but we're going to explain it uh, on the way through so it's ed racing at i believe the southern championships in whatever year at an ashford an ashford track the julie rose international stadium so hopefully this video will play so we can see james beaks basically coming into the steeplechase barrier ed's in second James clears it nicely. So a little stutter, face plant, straight into the water. Oh, God. I've never seen that. (laughs) So he gets gets soaked. Do you know what's funny about that? Sorry. Yeah, go on, Roscoe.
1: He he, he face plants. (laughs) He pretty much does a flip into the water and then just as he's getting up, people are jumping on top of him as well. (laughs) He's (laughs) making... and i can laugh because he's a friend of mine as well so this is not me being mean or cruel i can laugh because he's a friend that is a funny video
0: 100 percent. and also with the steeplechase as well i know full well if i've tried to look up a video on how to do steeplechase all it is is like how not to it's just people face planting in the water do you know what's awful about the steeplechase as well when you, when you see people hit it like it's
1: i don't know i mean I, i'm not a lumberjack so i couldn't tell you specifically what kind of wood they use <laughs> But it's very hard and old and it's, not MDF, and it's is like it? it's not MDF. You're not going to go through it. Like people, literally, it's like like people hit a brick wall when they see that. Do you know when people clatter something? It just looks really, really painful, and you almost think in this day and age, couldn't they, couldn't they provide a of a softer material for people so they don't break a knee when they hit it? <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, I've yeah. I've had it on the back on the back straight at this exact track um, in Ashford. It was a Kent champs, and it was just soaking wet. Um, And I've completely clattered it. And obviously, Mark Cookway being very well known for the amount of videos that he puts on YouTube of races. There's footage of that as well. But Ed's flat on the floor. But we thought we'd give him a shout out because he was one of the first people to send a story in. It set a precedent, which I'm glad that it didn't really get fulfilled throughout the the number of stories that got sent through. But shout out to Ed. Thanks very much for getting involved. But we're going to move on. Um, Mm -hmm. The next one uh, that we have is from Richard Goodman. Now, Ryan, did you reach out to Richard to to send a little story in?
2: Yeah, so I, when I was thinking, I was like, who like, obviously there was a lot of people just coming to us with stories and things, but I was like, who could who do I really want um a story off? And I think the the Athlete Manny's had just put a, a post up of him winning um and obviously Ben Coder and things like that as well. And I thought, wow, he's he's standing there with, with obviously two trophies, the team trophies and the two medals, one one of the medals that you get for obviously winning the A race and then the, the team race as well. And I thought I, I bet you he's got some story. Um so yeah, I, I just reached out to him and, and he was more than happy happy. happy to get involved and share his his experience with us
0: love it so we've got a quick voice note from richard actually so just just put a thumbs up boys if you can hear it but hopefully you can
3: i won bucks cross in 2014 and it was for me the the best year of running of my life so if i was ever going to win a bucks cross it was definitely going to be that winter and the energy at st mary's leading up to it and the nervousness leading up to um, the announcement of the a team and the travel up to Sterling, which is something that I'll, I'll never ever forget and I vividly remember Josh Moss and Ricky Lech, who were the captain, um, captains of EPAC at the time coming into my room at, at St. Mary's, and you know, sitting down with me on the bed, and you know, telling me that I, I, you know, I'd made the A team, and uh, you know, G me up in in my bedroom. It was it was something like I I can't even describe to you the chills that it's bringing me back. It was so important to them that you know we would go up there and run well, and it's undescribable. I can't even compare it to any GB outings that I've had before. It, it, it was something so personal and. Uh, they took you know we all took it so seriously sterling was like nothing i'll ever ever experience again and the energy and the the buzz behind it you know the the lads um created that hooligan video which we all were watching like on the coach on repeat being in the a race you obviously get everyone else surrounding the course and um you know when you're at the front of that race the noise is just ridiculous the energy um, is just ridiculous and you you can't hear yourself breathing and you can't even hear your footsteps when you're going past the hundreds and hundreds of people lining the course and I remember when I I gapped Johnny Hay and Mick and Craig and all the other guys at St Mary's were sprinting from one end of the course to the other and um and and that realization when you're when you're running cross when you you realize you you've kind of won the race and you've got enough left in the tank to get to you know to finish you know last couple of k and uh, it was something I'll never ever forget again and um yeah, it was the best experience of my life, boys. Wow, that that? powerful how about stuff. That?
2: Yeah, that's I'm my. Not being sarcastic,
1: uh, there. That he, he talks about it with such passion in his voice, and, and the words they kept you he kept using were uh, buzz, energy, excitement, all that. And that is literally because you don't get an event where cross country the atmosphere is like that because essentially you've got like you know hundreds and hundreds of people under the age of twenty one plus your weird mature students. <laughs> um, <laughs> So you get, you get, and, and, and people at that age are usually, you know, you, you're full of energy. Like you say, I've used that same word again, and people are so mad for it, and they, and they back their university so much, and they want their university to win. It's so tribal that people are literally just screaming and sprinting from corner right. to corner to corner. Wow. And it was the, the same for my race, and I've never had like so many people, you know, when you, when you go to a cross country race, normally you might have your mum and dad and your granny cheering for you, go, go on, Ryan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go <laughs> on, <"No>, keep going. <laughs> You'll get there. But it's like, you go you might have a few people from your club will oh, go on Ross but with a university you've got literally probably like I don't know how many people turn up some areas would be like 50, 60 people wouldn't there plus people from other universities that knew you that were going to cheer for you as well so you, you could have like you know hundreds of people around the course just going yeah. absolutely banana enough
2: it's a completely different experience to any other race ever because normally as an athlete you're quite selfish it's a selfish event right you're out for yourself and you'll you're not really cheer any people on if it was like a I don't know the nationals or anything I may be someone that was in the top sort of five or ten but literally as you're going around the horse, you've got hundreds of people shouting for you as you come through whether that's people you've trained with before you know people that you've gone to like kind of um, county championships with and and things that are and but the whole university just gets behind you and it's absolutely crazy um the the noise that it makes as well is ridiculous
0: yeah i quite i quite like the fact as well that you go to a national event and obviously you've got loads of different club vests but it's quite recognisable when certain university is packing quite well. So you sort of know roughly how they're doing throughout the course. And I guess when you're supporting as well, say, Roscoe, you're in the, you're in the A race, and you've got the either the B race running. You you must be supporting them as well, or you maybe you're preparing for your own race. Do you know what I mean? To
1: be fair, the A race is normally first, I think, or was oh, okay. back, yeah, in it day, <laughs> back in my day. Back in my day, it was the the men. I think the men's A race was first actually, which was great because you just get it out the way. Do you know what I mean? And then you can yeah. kind of go and cheer everybody else on, which is good. And if you've had a good run, you're kind of you're a bit buzzing for it. Yeah, no, you you uh, you've got so many people, and then again, everybody's cheering everybody on. And I think as well because you're all friends and you all know each other, you cheer that bit harder do you know what i mean so it's a yeah, um, it really really special race and I know what he means when he says, like, you know, he, he realised he was going to win and he had that gap. And for him, that must have be been an amazing feeling to be able to enjoy that last couple of K knowing he was, you know, in control and he could have just freezed away from the competition.
0: What a feeling as well. I mean, you don't really get that in track because of the... Obviously, the race itself isn't particularly that long. Even, you know, like your 5Ks, you're not really... You know, you probably wouldn't gap someone... Like like you said, you wouldn't be able to run the last 2K knowing, knowing you've won. Whereas over the cross, it's completely different. I I just i can't believe that and also it's important to note that richard at uh, that that year was absolutely dominant over everything southerns in- nationals
1: incredible. intercounties and Bucks. did he win did he did win all of them i think he did
0: yeah and then uh, a gb obviously a gb call up as well you know what a year yeah what a year Man, Love it. It. well in that race as well we also had um a couple of other people that have got Involved, So it must have been that 2014 race where I think Johnny Davies either came second or third. And he actually has also got in touch um, and sent us another little voice note. So he was runner up to Johnny Davies, Bucks runner up. He's also done, obviously, exceptionally well in the track and under 23 European champion over the cross as well. But he has something to say. So, boys, let's listen to what Johnny has to say
4: you're all right there guys how you doing it's johnny davies well what can you say about the box weekend it's the best weekend of uh of the university sport for us definitely as cross country runners just everyone it's just a great weekend over forever i know in my uh my first year we went to sterling um we had a great team us and uh st mary's were definitely the two teams to uh, watch that year you know it was all quite new to me but uh the semi-athletes brought out a video just before which really upped the states everything and we all we had a really good day out there like i think me johnny a came second and third but goodman won it and yeah i remember looking and, uh, looking back, with you know about a k left of the race to go, and just saw a sea of blue athletes behind me. I knew what it meant then. And we then went the next year, and I think it was uh, Brighton. And you know, teams had changed a little bit, but um, once again, me and me and Johnny Hay were up at the front with a one-two. But I remember the rest of the athletes behind us. Um Birmingham athletes had just an unbelievable day. Ran properly as a unit, came through, um, and then we got the big win that day. And then the other thing with Bucks, of course, is uh it's the after party, which is second to none. You know, definitely one of the best nights out you're going to have massive shame obviously it's not going to happen this year i'm really sorry for the guys missing it but you know these rivalries you know birmingham st mary's obviously loughborough and recent years you've had um a few other universities really coming through as well and it's got it probably even more competitive so i know next year it'll be come back and be as strong as ever and i know birmingham uh, still training with the guys as hungry as ever to uh, go and retain the title which we haven't won for a few years now so uh, yeah bucks love it
0: i mean it tops it off there just at the end I love, I love the way he just goes bucks love it like as if he needed <laughs> to say anything else do you know do you quality. know what? it's a
1: bit like it's a bit like in kevin um, and Stacey when uh smithy's planning that stag do and he's like got three words for you Prague, <laughs> beers, beers. <laughs> any questions <laughs> <laughs> he's like bucks love it i mean it's very, good. Uh, it's very I lo- good i
0: love how i love how you're just uh comparing johnny davies to james Gordon. it's just the
1: mannerisms <laughs> at the end there just, uh, bucks, love it any questions <laughs>
0: No, uh, no problem.
1: Funny says about the the after parties. I just had a, a memory pop up. Was um, basically the for those people who are listening who don't know, the books are typically held at the university's student union. So my last year was at Cardiff, which was Cardiff Met or something like that, which was great because it's a big university. Uh, one for that was Birmingham, which again had a fantastic kind of student union go in, But the first year was at Sterling or something, and honestly, the student union was absolutely tiny, and you had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. of the people all crammed in and they had this plastic roof which if you looked up <laughs> disgusting the condensation and of the sweat of everybody oh, was no. like what? dripping dripping from the roof like that and you know, you're just say, you're like oh my god that's literally if someone <laughs> managed to just whack it like that do you know if you're in a sauna and you just like if you're in a sauna you whack and give it a whack and it all drops <sighs> down from people but yeah it was it was disgusting but um yeah the, yeah what a
0: horrible memory thanks for sharing that well,
1: you oh. know, it's still a good time, though. Do you know what no, I mean? obviously. <laughs>
0: three shots bullshit. Oh, <laughs> yeah imagine Make it the shot glasses <laughs> going around the shot glass, is the the shot glass. <laughs> like the great goose is going around yeah, yeah they'd,
1: be, they'd be kind of, well, I mean to be fair I don't think they did table service
0: in the STERN no and probably not
1: <laughs> <laughs> in the issue, but if someone had gone around and the drink's like this one tastes a bit salty actually
0: it's probably all oh, these cross country runners sweat from the roof my oh my god beautiful scenes also a bit of fighting talk there from Johnny D we love that you know obviously that rivalry you have that over the years anyway but also there was he was talking about um one of the uh one of the videos that got enrolled up um and richard mentioned it as well in his little voice note um i'm not actually aware of what this is so so boys maybe you can expand that, that was um, i
1: think, think it would feel Dale Clutterbuck and I think we've a guy called Stu Huntington, no, maybe not. There was definitely Dale Clutterbuck and Luke Allen. They did like a mock sketch of, um, it was like from Football Factory. So it was it was filmed in the style of like these lads were going for a tear or going for a, a big, a big ruckus fight or whatever. But obviously it was boxed but it was voiced over by Dale. And he's got like, Dale's got like quite, a, like a strong Cockney accent. So he's like, he's, it'd be like, well, St. Mary's boys have been training hard for this. We're ready for a rock. <laughs> Ready for, the, ready for the battle heard heard, heard the Birmingham boys have been getting their nut down as well and all this was like, <laughs> yeah, it
2: was,
0: that's actually quite good
1: it was really good it was really funny and really good and again all in good jest all in good and he was taking a fit I mean the video is probably out there somewhere probably yeah I don't think it I don't think but, it just uh, remained yeah, internally up. when you when you chat away you chat away I'm going to go on mute. yeah well quiet, just so it didn't seem it.
0: like it didn't seem like it was just internally um it seemed that that sort of went bit of a viral one round the round the sort of uh, athletics Ryan, did you experience anything as well? Like the sort of chat back and forth. Um, you mentioned, obviously, you, you're trying to figure out internally what sort of fitness are the team in. Did that ever go wider to the other years I guess?
2: So kind of, I mean, obviously everyone knows everyone in the athletics community. It is quite tight-knit. You'll just know absolutely everyone. But yeah, like people, you find out how fit people are and things. Like for me, it was never going to be a case of going in there and making a team. Um, but certainly when people got told they were in the eighteen, there was so much anticipation and wait for to find out who. Um, and obviously St. Mary's has normally got quite academic people Some areas, obviously, that's the only place I've been. So um, there'd be normally eight people to to ten people that could be in that A team. So obviously, some people's going to miss out, and that's how we normally do so well in the B race. And (laughs) and obviously, that then just finding out who's going to get in that A race is actually such a a big moment for the whole box experience, which happens a few weeks before the event. Huge,
0: Roscoe, you're in. um,
1: I've I've found this. I've found the video. So if Ashley located it. Will, wow. that, will that work? Will
0: that work? Yeah, out? yeah. This is, uh, this is quality podcast content, boys. I'm loving it. Um, and especially as we didn't even prepare this and we're just, we're going for it. So Roscoe's actually found this uh, this little video here. So hopefully it pops up on the screen.
2: The big day is fast approaching. The Bucks cross country. St Mary's v Birmingham. I'll tell you a bit about me. The name is Clutterbuck, one of St Mary's top boys. I've been in and at this game several times. I guess you could say there's something about the buzz of being a champion that keeps me coming back. Maybe this will be my last outing, the big send off. I arrived at St. Mary's in 2011, the gaffer told me that buzz cross country would be one of the best things you'll ever experience. I thought to myself, if it gives me the same sort of buzz as a tear up on the cobbles, and he's giving given me something to keep that dog on my shoulder well and truly in his kennel. <laughs> he goes by the name of Luke Allen, who has now passed that gaffer on to Joss Moss, and assistant Rhys Glastonbury. The only three geezers now nice to keep us lot on a leash. There we see
1: all the lads coming
0: out. I got to my first Bucks. The atmosphere was mental, everyone fighting for each other. Champions in Cardiff, champions in Leeds. This it's is now quality. time to make it a hat-trick
2: in Scotland. Now we head to Scotland. Away days, the buzz are going away. The buzz are getting right
0: amongst it. Birmingham v St Mary's, the West Ham v Millwall running. <laughs>
4: <laughs> now don't get me wrong my pedigree chums, we ain't talking about having to tear up on the cobbles. Oh, just talking school. about the one race here that <laughs> matters for cool, yeah. I'm talking about going to war with your legs and your lungs. When that gun goes off, I think to myself, this is a bit of me, this is, this is what it's all about. I'll have nothing left when I cross that line, practically bleeding blue. See me till I die.
1: I'm
0: gonna do boys how about that that is quality they were coming through and then b- both of the boys afterwards oh my could goodness you share,
1: could you share it all right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's lagging it, a bit
0: yeah, yeah. but we're, we're all good hopefully you know you get that experience but we'll, we'll stick a link in the description as well for, um, it's had nearly that, twenty thousand yeah, views. That, I'm not surprised. It's quality.
1: It's <laughs> yeah. funny. I it was good fun. Absolutely and obviously at the it. time, I think I think the box lads, they came back with something as well, if I remember
2: correctly. No, it was quality, really, really, really funny. That is unreal. It's going to get you up for a big one, that isn't it?
0: Oh yeah. It's definitely and that's, get your rattles
2: going into a big competition.
0: Apparently that was played on the coach on the way to the the race as well. So that's huge. Right, boys, should we should we jump to our next one? We've got uh, quite a yeah, few Yeah, yeah, that's great. For it. Right, let's jump straight in. So we've had Johnny D. Um, so thank you, Johnny. Next one, Alex Yee, boys, 2018 champion. And this boy is obviously a, a triathlon superstar. Now, I dropped Alex Yee a message earlier on in the week he came back with uh, something that's pretty horrifying. We have a picture here of Alex Yee with a gash through his foot. Well, Roscoe, go on, you you, you give us the graphics on this then.
1: Okay, so, so Alex has obviously messaged in he said this happened at the start of books. He said, yeah, can't lie, I felt nothing until I finished, then I started to panic. Now this photo is a picture of his foot. Now there's probably, I'm not even exaggerating, like a two and a half inch, two and a half, three inch tear. Ryan knows yeah. that um, size so very really hey. well. Uh, <laughs> uh, Three-inch and his foot is gashed open, and li- and, and the, it's open by probably like an inch, so it's two and a half, three inches <sighs> wide, opened up by like an inch, and you can see his uh-huh. second toe bone going up, his, like metatarsal up the top of his foot. It looks absolutely disgusting and grim so he said he couldn't feel it then when he finished he thought of panic i would as well like you'd be thinking that's getting infected something like that and he said something about a crash he was pumped uh but yeah was this-
0: yeah so this wow. is his yeah. first race back from his crash that he had on his first, bike and, he put was him it. Out. and yeah. i remember at the time that um new balance were massively helpful in sort of backing him but it was his it was his first race back it was the only ever race that he actually did at buck's so this is obviously a massive one for him to do. It doesn't help that there was a massive river halfway to. and and I think um, you know the video that many of the people will remember from 2018 is a lad that loses his shoe halfway up this bank and is just literally scrabbling all the way back to try and get <laughs> to try and get his shoe. So not only is as Alex had this horrible injury at the start of the race as well, he's got through it and. Taken out some top names: Mohammed, Mohammed, Chris Ollie, who ended up coming second, and Emil Caress as well. So absolutely ridiculous, boys. Let's talk about the this. Okay, so the um, the conditions that you would experience at um, a box cross country because this is not your golf course setting that you would get in an NCAA in the US what's the difference there
1: I mean they're, they're a joke there we got this 10k course here it's a real cross country course it's, it's uh, 73 degrees Fahrenheit here it's like that is not that is not cross country no, you I mean, want to get me I think every time I've done it I mean it's it is what cross country is meant to be, right? So it's February. So like you say, I said Cardiff, we had snow, I think Leeds the following year. It was all, like it was freezing cold. Every year you're doing it. It's it's miserable. Usually it's wet, it's grey. Uh, it's windy, especially you know those seem to put it in Scotland every other year. it's <laughs> a Nightmare. It just do, you manage, wanna, do, wanna, do you want a twelve-hour bus ride? Not really, mate, but I'm gonna have to, aren't I? <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, it's it's never easy conditions, but then cross country is not, is it? It's not meant to be. It's meant to be tough. So it's exactly as it
2: should be. Yeah, exactly. And in, in that race, I where that happened to Alex e as well. I was actually in that race. Well, not their race, but our, our race after <laughs> him. And and we we were the last race there. So everyone was. It was a lap course as well. So people doing two or three laps of this course and running through the stream. The stream wasn't actually that big when we started. It was you could probably jump over it. But by the time I went over there, I was at least I was running People a a bath in it. through it. There's, oh, a mate, man, there's, a lad, there's a lad
1: there's a lad a lad in a rubber dinghy.
2: on a battleship there. <laughs> <laughs> mate, wait. A was wash. <laughs> mate, student accommodation is tough, you know, It was the best wash I'd had in a few months, <laughs> like. <laughs> <bit of> <laughs>
0: absolutely love it boys and i and i think you know uk cross country as well it's it's the epitome of cross country it's unreal like you know there's nothing that really compares to it especially if you look like if you look to like us times and you go oh that guy's run really far you can't do that over the cross country in the uk because you never know you never really cross country originate in the uk i feel like it did i mean i hope so i don't know where else it would have come from I feel like some reason I've got
1: a I feel like I've read something somewhere, like the first official cross country race was held in the UK. Um, oh, yeah.
0: which is quite a nice start. Uh,
1: no, but more, yeah, I'm more more, the, the more
0: really that... interesting stats to follow. But yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: On, yeah, what yeah are you so gonna I say? <laughs> I don't know, it took us
1: a while to um, realize you've mugged us off there? I was like, yeah, yeah, no, we'll <laughs> That's really good, that. <laughs> We've got loads
0: more stats coming, actually, yeah. Also, you,
1: know, <laughs> Mint. you should tell us some more stats about the books, um, Oh, wait, yeah, you never went.
0: Nor have I done my research and I had to pull in two fucking Geordies to get involved. <laughs> jesus christ
1: are we liking the sh- shirt by the way like, it's got sheer on the back as well oh that's the thing
0: right, he's getting distracted he's getting distracted right yeah, next like one as well. <laughs> next hey, one Sorry,
1: yes next story next story right then, Who boys. we got
0: here we've Can got joe that? wilkinson loughborough captain from 2020 are you going to read out Roscoe?
1: where's he f- where's he from joe wilkinson what accent
0: joe's from lincoln
1: uh, that's sort <laughs> of like lincoln like that isn't it a bit more. My most favourite was through... Is it like that, Lincoln? Um, I don't know what we're going to I mean. go with
0: that anyway. Yeah, we go let's with
1: it. Let's yeah. just do it anyway. Let's just go for it. My most favourite moment, though, was watching when top four Loughborough lads entered the final field with no individuals in top ten. St Mary's looking like they had cemented the men's B-race team goal. Old. However, as the leaders came through into final straight, a bit of magic dust happened in that final field. The top four upralides putting their lives on the line as they picked them out putting their lives on the line to pick as many of the men as they could in front of them. And they managed to place third, fourth. 6th and 10th pinching the team result from simmies and making me the proudest cross country captain ever
0: you bastards <laughs> <laughs> your bastards was not included but it's, it's, no, it, it needed to it be it needed, it it needed it to be uh, oh, that's, that's, fantastic. that's a good story
1: but that shows, doesn't it, with the books, because it's a team event and there's no other team event like it, really. People will just literally give it everything they can right till the very end. And so much can change in that last quarter of the race, last half mile of the race. So much can happen. And that's kind of epitomized by the Joe Wilkinson's story there. Like you so said, things change. and They manage to pips and Marys and get the goal, which is. You know, the B race is just as... um, Obviously, you know, you want to win the A race, but there's a lot of people involved in the B race and there's as much energy and excitement behind that as the A race, to be honest with you. It's not like any one is more exciting than the other.
0: Yeah, I I feel that Joe Wilkinson didn't send in a voice note, but he didn't really need to because we pretty much had it from him anyway. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) With that one. But boys, in that in that B race as well, it's always an interesting dynamic because you've got, you do literally have anyone who's belong who belongs to the Athletic Club just turn up. And we've seen, you know, people that would literally leg the first K just to end up in the front doing a few press-ups or whatever. I've seen a few videos of it. What's, like, what's your experience? Obviously, because that A race is six select people per team, whereas the B race, is it a bit like sort of a free-for-all?
2: Yeah, I mean, for me, I was a part of the B race both times that I went. <laughs> um, and as I was saying before, I, I mean, just- honestly, I was crap out of cross-country, lad. Um, but that it wasn't was... not about that, though, was it? Like,
1: it wasn't. It wasn't.
2: It, it definitely wasn't, mate. And th- I was saying before, there's was, there was a few of the lads from the top, especially from Birmingham and mainly St Mary's, though. Whoever misses out in that 18 place is you can, you'd can you bet your money on them winning the B-race. And then, so you've, you've got that anticipation. They want to prove a point. But then you'll obviously get a few lads from Loughborough, a few of the lads from St Mary's as well wanting to do that. But for me, it was just... I, w- I want to go I want to finish like, I want to I do well you've got so many people supporting you on the sideline it's hard not to want to do the best that you can and and again there's there's some performances in there that are, are quite shocking as well that people wouldn't expect from the start so it's definitely still one to watch and as Ross said still as much excitement about it as well
0: yeah it's an interesting point that you add about the fact that if you don't make that A, uh, if you don't make the A race team or the A team if you like then you know you're gunning for for that win. You want to get the dub in the B race because you want to prove that you should have been in the A race, right? And the best way 100%. to do that is to just go out and smash and, it.
1: And the and the quality of the B race is really strong. Still, the quality of runners in there is is really because you think if you think like the Loughboroughs, the Birmingham's, and the some Barry's, so in the year that I was second, you had Nick Nick Gulab won it, who's run seven forty and I think do you run like a world a British record five K on the road? Yeah, he had, yeah, yeah. He's run so thir- you have He got the British record 13, road five K holder. Then you had me, then you had well, James Mark's Wilkinson who Oh has he then you had James Wilkinson who was a uh, eight 18 steeplechaser. You have got Johnny Br- Ian Kempton, Jesus. Johnny Brownley in there. People know who that is. Andy Coombs, Dowie Griffiths was seventh. Who's run two nine. You've got Stephen Scullion in there. Who's run two <laughs> two nine. Jesus like, Christ. The quality of This is of a B people, race. That, no, no, no. What I'm saying is this was the sorry. A race, but but because yeah. you have this quality of people in the A race, the people who win the B race, because the oh, yeah. it, it's top top four or six, isn't it? Do you know what top I mean? Six,
2: can't, top six four. Top six.
1: So someone like St Mary's <laughs> or Northborough Birmingham seventh runner is going to be. A bloody good runner. Do you know what I mean? They're not, yeah. not, no, no slouch at all. So the quality of the B race is still really, really high.
2: Yeah, I mean, look at Emil Caress He's he won. He won the B race, then went on the next year or the year after, and came what third in the A race. So that's a, that's a prime really example. And, and like Joseph Wigfield as well. He's 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 won the B race and he went on. Oh, he a B race, race. Has, he, he, has he been... won the B race and then ran 3.40 the season the following so it's mm. ridiculous like.
1: there are some people who tactically want to do the B race because they know they couldn't win the A race but they could win the B race <laughs> I think sometimes yeah. oh no yeah. I'm not that fit I ran 80 minutes nah. can't <laughs> run the other day wallah round some five <laughs> minute miles the whole way oh, <laughs> Ooh, where, where did that come from I've got no idea I didn't know I was in that tour shape <laughs> cheeky bastards
0: <laughs> Look, Absolutely quality. Absolutely scenes. Um boys, next one, shall we? Yeah, Jacob yeah, Allen. Right, Roscoe, you you're taking these ones, I think. I was gonna read them out to start with, but I'm more than happy for you to take these. Yeah, Where's so Jacob right, man, from? I
1: know how J- Jacob uh, I think he's what's mate. I speaking Jacob quite there, <laughs> but I'm not gonna try and do his accent. It's too hard. It's not it's not yes, it's, the there's the nothing character. too distinct about it. Another story I have, hotel horror on the day of leaving. <laughs> As captain, I get the call from the hotel saying they've double-booked us and they didn't anticipate the full groups to show Hang on, what hotel wouldn't anticipate the full <laughs> groups so of people to show up? <laughs> Fucking idiots. Uh, anyway, as captain, I get the call from the hotel room saying they've double-booked us didn't anticipate the full groups to show up on the weekend. Therefore, half of us had to be moved to a new hotel. I was... Bricking it, not knowing what the, what these hotels could be like. This was until I received a call from EPAC coach and former Olympian Craig Winrow, telling me he had a bath in the middle of his room and a balcony that we'd been checked in that had been checked in to a five star accommodation. I need to be fair, I'd be quite happy for people to to double book me if I was in a five star. Yeah, I'd be all right with that. I never forget his face when I arrived. He was buzzing at the hotel, and so were we. Not a bad way to bow out on your captain. Yeah. Now, obviously, that's a very good story in terms of people being uh, hotel-related stories and someone getting a a better hotel room than they they, uh, they should. I think I remember my first year at St Mary's. We were in terrible accommodation because the year before, the team had overspent massively. (laughs) So we were like... Paying back some sort of debt, or always used to know me. Oh, sorry, guys, your fees are going up this year because football have got themselves into a load of debt. I'd be like, and what what's I got to do? With, <laughs> what's I got to do with me? Like the fact that the Tamari's football team have managed to get themselves in debt why my fees gone up. But you, you must have had
0: the same as that as well, Ryan. Right? Well, Ryan's still paying back your bill, mate, <laughs> or the <Yeah>. bill before.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jacob's five star hotel bill. That's a
2: pretty yeah. good story, though. Yeah, oh, you wouldn't mind it, but imagine that could have gone the other way so bad as well. Like you're saying, they could have ended up in a 2010 hotel. Lad. So what well, they called lucky, it, really,
1: an, an, it. an ibis, is it an ibis? The... Oh,
2: mate, we stayed in one of them. You know, Bruno. I'll tell you what. It's, it, that, yeah, not great. <laughs> that,
1: that, <laughs> funny that's funny. I've got a funny story about hotels oh, actually. So I went so in uh, for my for my holiday this year, or last year, COVID holiday, uh, lads' holiday, two nights in Snowdonia, right madness <laughs> that was the only time i got away let's say it was good though but anyway there was no because ho- everything was being booked up so much right? it was madness because everyone wanted to go away people wouldn't ever travel anyway so when they could there was no hotels around by Snowdonia. yet so <laughs> and i ended up staying at it do you know there's like is it pgl school to a hotel like it's like was like, on, was like on so,
0: stilts, in there Yeah, they're Little like huts bunk beds. Everyone's yeah. Everyone's
1: in bunk beds. <laughs> and I remember put my room in, and like the bed was about five foot long. My feet were hanging off the ends. <laughs> they are all in this like shared toilet. It's like Marco, It's basically for children. I was like, I am nearly thirty years old, and I, for my holiday <laughs> for the air, I am staying in a PGL school tour holiday room in a bunk bed. <laughs> Boy i had to put on your own bed sheet <laughs> and i was like what is this what is life man you know what I mean?
0: that is just not, it's not gone, well. is not gone well that has not gone well also i think it yeah, bucks can't... as well you, i don't i mean that's just a shamble is that they you picked it out ross but the fact that they didn't expect everyone to turn up even no. though i assume they put put down a deposit and maybe even paid oh. for the hotel rooms like what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
1: like thought, that'll be fine it'll be fine here, check 20 rooms in. Have you booked 20 rooms? Yes, sir. Yeah, I've booked 20 rooms. Well, this is an inconvenience because I've only put you down for 15. <laughs> but I've booked 20. Yeah, but didn't expect <laughs> you all to turn up. Why wouldn't you all turn up?
0: Sounds, <laughs> sounds, a bit, sounds a bit like Northern Rock, doesn't it? Uh, that's how they went down. <laughs> they just yeah. went, oh, we've got we've got all your money, but we didn't expect you to want it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. That'd be
0: ridiculous.
1: Imagine that, turn up with a family holiday. yes? Checking in, please, sir. Yes, sir, we've got, we've got four family members here. Four of you. We've got four. You've got four <laughs> tickets. Only well, we thought two of you were turning up. by oh, yeah, No worries. We need the
0: kids here. Uh, <laughs> they go for two weeks. All it all it reminds me of is the Fire Festival. You know, on on Netflix. Oh
1: god, it's yeah. exactly good, the same thing, show. isn't it? Yeah. Good yeah.
0: show. Are we doing next what, story? uh Right. Let's jump into the next one then. Emil Caress. We've got a couple right, from uh, Emil.
2: well am I meant to be reading this out? Am I? the <laughs> phone, man. I, I honestly. Um, it's like one of oh, okay.
1: the borough, is this? I can not see it, man. Uh, all right, I'll tell you what. do you read it then, Ryan. Go on then, This is your job My new memories of books. St. Mary's, ha- St. Mary's had by far the best atmosphere. And if you went to a lot of other unis, books wouldn't be anywhere near as good. The whole weekend was sick. Like being on a coach slash night. Before slash night, whatever that means. <laughs> Hang on. The whole weekend was sick. You should have a comment there. Whole weekend was sick. Like being on the coach, slash, ah, that's what he's saying. Like being on the coach in the night before, after the whole lot. Proper team atmosphere and a lot of banter. I started in the B race in the first year, which he was F U C T E D off <laughs> about. Uh, Everyone can spell you know, Ross. <laughs> who's going to be in the A team was a big thing too and also who, out of other unis, who are the only other unis going to have but it was one of my favourite races ever felt like I'd won the Olympics I think I had a 12 second lead with 100 metres 100 metres to go and I lost 9 <laughs> seconds celebrating that's very good I mean if you're not going to celebrate leading into a race going into the finish then what's, you, you've got to do it if you can't do you know what I mean
0: you'd crawl wouldn't you Did little Jimmy Gressier and just fall over the line no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the worst clingsman ever such a feel imagine as well like how charred his knees must have been all the skin off oh. them. do you know like when you've been playing football as a kid you've got like those
2: burns all the way oh yeah
0: and then how about our um our sort of reaction or maybe a memory from someone that's sent in i don't actually have the name for this person so um this is
1: this a reaction to an race?
0: yeah so shall i call it so being in the a race was unreal and all the lads from the b race got proper behind us but uh, proper behind everyone. And you felt like you were doing a job for the uni. Then in the second and third year, uh, one of my favorite memories of uni, not even, not even Bucks was standing on the podium and everyone singing, Emil Caress, you're the love of my life. <laughs> Emil Caress, I'd let you shag my wife. <laughs>
1: That's quality. That's good fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, is...
0: yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that, that about,
1: was. I forgot about all the chanting when they were handing out the medals. That's good. That I forgot. That I just forgot about that? Nice
2: level. Like it's when a nightmare when it's... the
1: people are abusing you, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would.
2: Yeah, yeah, get not that. Did you get that, Did you, Roscoe?
1: Did you? Uh, I can't I actually good. can't remember, but I imagine. I imagine the Birmingham lads because I knew a lot of them there. <clears throat> I was mates with a lot of them. I've been to Xanti with them the year before. Boys, yeah. boys, Legend boys. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> I So I knew them. So I reckon I must have been given some sort of abuse. I reckon they used to give me. a, a Who needs so? Basically, my, the year before going to university, a lad called Dan Clawley. Uh, he was a kind of a rival of mine, grown up all through the ages. And then, in our, before we both went to uni, he finished fourth at the European Juniors, and I was sixth. And I was like a tenth behind him, and he ran quicker than me. So I used to always get a chance of who needs Murray? We've got Clawley. Who needs Murray? <laughs> <laughs> So I think they were singing that but the joke was on them because
0: I went near them. the Olympics the or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah I, think, um, I, I don't I don't think I've heard that and I've done a whole podcast with you I've done two actually this is the third one and I didn't even know you were in the Olympics that's incredible yeah, I, know, I know I don't know meant, <laughs> I, 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 I never
1: really
0: bring it up you know <laughs> <but> like, <laughs> he's got it on his chest um, Olympic rings on the chest no and also with um, with chants I mean it's sometimes it's not even about the performance like the chant itself probably won't even make sense but it's the fact that it rhymes sometimes that just, you know, massively just benefits it. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. We had
2: um, we had Petros and so Sifral and um, so We did, like, the <laughs> Yaya Touré colour Toure champion for them too. It was, honestly, it was fantastic. And, like, I remember one of the years we thought Johnny Davis was going to come in, one of them big boys. But, like, I think he got injured a few days or a week before. Get so, in! But, but, honestly, <laughs> I was loving it, mate. Honestly, they were standing on the start line. And I just started singing, where's the famous Johnny D?" And, like, everyone started jumping on it. I was like, yes, boys, cheers, thanks for that. Because <laughs> imagine that I would look like such a dick if I was the only person singing it, wouldn't I? <laughs> but then everyone else did, and it was just class. And obviously, they were laughing about the these but there's um, something so about when fun. you when you
1: successfully get a chant going it's it's a very yes. very satisfying feeling i remember i was in yeah. the local pub for the um world cup england world cup in 2008, 2008 2018 sorry um and everyone was there and i was pretty i was a bit, i was a bit, I had a bit dutch courage and i just got up and i was just like um, what was it? It's coming home, it's coming with the football, uh, it's going yeah. home. Coming. And Paul, Paul was just going absolutely mad. I was like, oh, I Was that dude, was that Bloom 3? Was it
2: Roscoe? <laughs> uh, the Bloom 3? Yeah,
1: uh, so I
0: was like, I was like,
1: <laughs> everyone just going mad for it. I was just like, You kill like I sat down and I was like, Yes,
0: get, I get like, it. Best I in, in, day. I <laughs> <laughs> anyway. absolutely love it, boys. Uh, jump on to the next one, it's one that I'm excited about. Josh Schofield has messaged in Leeds Beckett athlete. One of the best things from from our uni, which may
1: or may not be completely ruined, was the joke we used to pull on the freshers. So this tradition was started by a lad called Mark Follet, Follet, is that right? Back in around 2012, I think the chairman slash captain of the team would make an announcement to everyone going that due to the recent successes by the team, we have been selected as the club to have the, v- to have the VPs of the uni go with us. Because of that, it was a requirement to travel in full suit down to the Bucks venue. If you didn't, then you'd be asked to stay at home and not race. The second and third years would then get to the meeting point early in order to laugh at all the freshers turning up in their suits with the rest of us in normal clothes. The best one was where Chris Durney went to Debenhams on the morning of books to pick up a pair of suit shoes as he'd forgotten his at home. He spent forty pounds on those shoes, walked into the sports reception like he was James Bond to be created by the boys, rinsing him. Absolute scenes.
0: That's strong in it. I do rate that. That's a, lot. a good
1: one. I like that. That's it because it's. Do you know why? It's because if you went too too out there, people wouldn't believe it. But. You know, to to as a suit. That's that's quite I quite like that. That's good fun.
0: Yeah, they they make you do it in SIAB, don't they? Not that I have any idea what that experience yeah. would be like, but I have yeah. heard that they yeah. do make you turn up in a full suit and tie.
1: I think that's quite good for kids though. Like I don't know, I think um well, you Newcastle? I never heard of a suit at that age.
3: Jump suit, Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, came in Newcastle, United tracksuit. Um, no, but they do, I think that's not a bad thing to do, to be fair. I don't think we had any um, mad uh, hazing traditions like that around St Mary's. Not when, no. not when I was
2: there, anyway. No, we didn't. I don't think we did either, to be honest with you. Um, there was too much kind of focus on the event itself for us, I think. Um, there's no
1: messing around this is box man come on uh, just books, the yeah.
2: it's the biggest biggest stage of your life so you don't really yeah. want to put your, put your game up well, off well hopefully
0: hopefully for for josh's sake and everyone at well obviously josh isn't at leeds anymore but everyone at leeds beckett hopefully none of the freshers listen to this podcast after otherwise that tradition is technically ruined well, um, as he well, stated at the, as well. start, at the top of the uh, <laughs> of the message yeah
1: we just ruined this for future generations we will have to think of something happened, else now yeah Uh, Mm. to be fair, you might with COVID you might never get to do books again, so it's never
0: happening
1: again. By the way, uh, also, he said, This one's for you, Sam Crick. That same year, we also had James Puxty turn up in a suit dressed like like Tommy Shelby. With a clock chain flat cap and everything absolutely priceless that's
0: good you've got that you've got good. to be careful if you've if you've got dyslexia reading that because i read it to start cock with was, yeah exactly yeah oh mm. no i actually read <laughs> it as fat cock <laughs> 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 completely missed it mm-hmm. um but yeah puxty is one of my very good mates and i don't think that's something that would have rattled him um but i do think that that's something that is absolutely hilarious and proper james puxty fashion we actually have for Tunbridge, we have a, a, a Nationals dinner at the end of the year for cross-country, and it's sort of like your after-party for Bucks, but I guess a little more tame. Um But he, he would turn up. Because <laughs> mum's and dad's on there. With, with, with the <laughs> well, that's it, and you've got the under-13 girls and boys, so, yeah, you've got to be careful. But absolutely loved that from Josh, so shout-out, Josh. Thank, thanks very much for sending it in. Um, Next so boys- story, if, uh, yeah, should we should we jump over to the next story? Here we go, boys. Joe uh, Wigfield, we've got Scouse. the B we've got Scouse now, Wiggy. That's what now, 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 Ryan, you've you've actually titled this one, and it says Joe Wigfield B race bully 2020. to us about that. Why is he a bit of a B race bully?
2: Yeah, so I I wasn't there at this one, but um, everyone when he's posting it and things, I think Tom Cook was taking the pictures and he posted it and captioned it as B race bully. From what I can take and from what I can guess, from what I've heard, it just absolutely tore everyone apart in that B race. Um, so the b-race bully kind of just stuck and, and fair play at him as well because to be fair
1: i can see someone behind him <laughs> <the Yeah>. <laughs> not that forward maybe, maybe he's done
0: he's done the meal caress isn't he and he's just he's, he's had a 12 yeah. second gap and then just slowed up for the last bit yeah, he actually he 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 see his hands
2: in the air yeah exactly i was about to say that cheers ross Dad. oh sorry <laughs> it's all right oh huh? Finish off all my sentences. It's my
1: age, mate. I've heard this all before. I've heard all this crap before. Ah, Yeah,
2: you probably have. Off me and I'll be fair.
1: (laughs) Um, Right, should I read this out, Sam?
0: Go for it, mate.
1: All right, mate, Wiggy here. A few moments from books. First year books was at the end of my... (laughs)
0: Sorry.
1: (laughs) First year books moments was at the end of the night. Taxis were hard to get and my phone was on 1%. Did you nick it from someone <laughs> 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 oh, <okay. laughs> My phone was on 1% and it was about an hour wait. So I ended up calling the police asking for a lift home to the hotel, which eventually ended up with the police hanging up on me. Which when I bumped into Liam George and we ended up seeing the ambulance by the uni accommodation. So we walked to that and then finds Abdi in, with Jeremy and and about which was... Oh, Jesus Christ. It Anyone it? ever heard of a comma? <laughs> <laughs> this, is the longest, this is the longest sentence I've ever in my life! <laughs> Sorry. Buddy. Uh, right, so <laughs> they, they, We were looking for a lift home. They then see the ambulance by the, the accommodation. So we walked to that and find Abdi in it with Jeremy and Ewan around, which was lucky. So without them, I don't think I would have got home because we then jumped into the taxi. Also in first-year books, the first part of the after-party when we were all in this pub and everyone was dancing on the tables, crowded around, the bouncers kicking off, but no one was listening. And <laughs> they ended up giving up and just letting it happen. Ha <laughs> ha. Obviously, <laughs> oh, obviously there there's a lot of stuff going on, but we can't mention that. Wink, wink. Now, it's a good story, to be fair. And I think that kind of in the run-up, that, that now we're starting to get the pre-drinks on, we? we're starting to get pre-drinks antics. So once people have raced hard, they've been training really hard for weeks and weeks and weeks, Uh, They finally get the cut loose and uh, Mm. let the hair down, don't they?
2: Yeah, exactly. And like, I was saying I was talking to some of the boys about it today as well they're athletes at St Mary's and a lot of them you do need to be quite serious to be fair like, like for me obviously because I was like hard as out. Well. I just went out all the time anyway just, <laughs> just mixing it with me training but they're like, <laughs> but, like a lot of them, <laughs> but like a lot of them just didn't go out and all that way. and in fair play to them because they were very focused stuff on what they were doing but the, these after parties and I think you'd get one after Nationals and maybe one after Liverpool as mm-hmm. well In some of the states that these lads and lasses would get into is absolutely ridiculous and you just would not expect it from them Asshole, and it's like well, it's because people whoa. aren't used to drinking
1: other that they've probably Where, gone, exactly like, they've probably gone like a couple of months without and in and in you know 18, 19, 20, 21 students probably normal students would be going out, but obviously the runners tend to you know like you said like keep their heads down a bit, so they probably haven't yeah, had a drink yeah. for a while, and then they get there, they've raced, probably haven't had a you know I mean haven't had the tea yeah and, uh, right. yeah
2: they yeah, have a nice so, grand <laughs>
1: and, uh, anyway, so they're probably on empty stomachs, so uh, I think. um Generally, though, I've always seen it's been all right at the park. You've never seen anything. I mean, you see people, you know, odd person being sick, but you get that. Surely you get that in any night out or any oh, yeah, event yeah. around the country. Do you know what I mean? Yeah yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, definitely.
0: I guess they're not really preparing for the night out. They know it's going to happen, but in actual fact, they're probably just running off the adrenaline that they've had throughout the day. You Know if they've mm. raced really well, even like getting ready, getting back to the hotel. Obviously, the five star hotel that Jacob Allen was in, obviously, they'll be having beautiful baths and showers. But I'm sure for the rest <laughs> of them to run, to run to get back so that they can uh, get some of the pre-drinks. hot water. Yeah, get, yeah. get, get, get the How hot water. Good and get are pre- pre-drinks
1: How good are pre drinks? I'm 30 and oh, i still, I, I mean, I haven't it done, it, I haven't done it for 12 pre-drinks. months. i being out for so long, but you know, pre drinks is great and it's just sometimes i'm like can we just can we just do pre drinks all night <laughs> and then, yeah
0: and that's it yeah We're not going it's, when, it's when you've got it's when you've got a house party that is pre drinks like that's next oh. level when you're literally no, yeah, like you could pre- yeah. you could literally pre for that house party and then after the house party you're going out anyway it's huge
2: like touch tax- outside and it's just like you've just got to chug out your drink down. whoa, whoa yeah <laughs> <New York and laughs> now sports, boys we
0: actually like- do, do you have like drinks on the course whilst you're watching you know once you've finished <laughs> that sort of thing does that happen
1: i never seen that to be fair I don't recall, well, recall I don't recall seeing it oh, maybe it's one or two people but
2: yeah okay yeah, to be fair, it's, I mean, I, some some people are just going to do it. You're not meant to. It's not allowed. to rule, actually, that you're not meant to. Um, I think I think they say you're not you're not going to go to the after party if you start drinking on the course. Tell oh, me so about well, you, We're like, nuts. Oh, honestly, someone get a leash on us and tell you.
1: These are <laughs> just there doing your TikToks, drinking on the course. <laughs> you, uh, not meant to be? you Just
2: wait. Just hold on until you get, get to the it's, hotel. It's, it's a it's a boomerang one, Ross. Not TikTok. How's it? Uh, how I? It's a big, I it's a big stable, knowing it. I, video, was <laughs> I was there on people Who's, who's, <laughs> so yeah, who's excited <laughs>
1: Who's excited for the after party I'm going to be there I'm going to be drinking uh, Woodpecker we'll cider So if you do want to get us a drink <laughs> That's you should get us
0: Woodpecker we'll cider Jesus Christ <laughs> That's a good Joe. story
1: from Joe though I like the fact he eventually made it home It's one of those kind of you know when you get those friends Where you lose them on the nights out But it's almost like they're pigeons They're like "Ah, They'll make it home Don't worry. They'll find a oh, way Ed, home they'll be Ed, That's Mason.
0: literally me Ed That's Mason. literally <laughs> me <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, right? we we after night hour with, with Ed, we'll be like, Where's Ed? We haven't heard from the group chats and all that. We'd always have a meeting afterwards to discuss what's going on the night before. We're be like, Where's Ed? And he'd always come in with this outrageous story. And it's like, how, what? Eh? We'll let Wall left the club at the same <laughs> night, man. How do you not make it home for like hours after riding on the <laughs> homeless people's bikes and that, man? How pigeons, like... pigeons, that's what
0: it is.
1: Pige- um,
2: pigeon, mate.
1: So, we, oh, you do want to do this next story, Sam?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. So atmosphere was mad. Had loads of support going. Again, you know, no no commas or full stops there. This is going to be fun. Um, atmosphere was mad. Had loads of support going around the course from not only St Mary's but but other universities too. And everyone afterwards coming up to me, congratulating me. Like there was a proper buzz going around. Uh, and then afterwards, everyone was feeding me drinks at the prees and the club saying, "Because you won, I'll buy the, I'll buy your drinks." Um, also, that is a good thing, by
1: the way, that, that people do that. If you if you get a medal, people well, want to buy you drinks, so
2: it's very good. I I spent love a fortune that night. Like,
0: <laughs> no. well, you got <laughs> yeah. you got to win, Ryan. Sorry, Sam. You yeah, didn't get no, there sorry, sorry Sam. I, told um, you, I, interrupted,
1: yeah. <laughs> I interrupted your floor there, so I'm sorry.
0: No worries, no worries. Also, because there was a massive queue, I decided to uh, to go to the front and started chatting to the girls, and ended up getting in with them instead of waiting like an hour to get in. Love that. Um, but but yeah, the night out was mad. Ha <laughs> ha. Full stop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? I always, I always used to love that when you were going on nights so, out and the uh, kind of you you join the back of the queue and word would filter down, right? And it's a phrase as a group of mates you do not want to hear, right? I'm not letting lads in. No, they're not letting lads oh, in. Oh, you never want to hear it. So what Honestly. do you do? Look around. Is there any girls around? Uh, excuse me, uh, Pet. Uh, lovely. Uh, nice dress. Um, <laughs> just, just, just wondering. Um, me, me, me. Yeah, we're not a bunch of weirdos. We're not at sure. all. Just wondering. Would you mind just walking in with us? Because they're only doing mixed groups, and obviously you want to get in there. Do you know what I mean? So like, can we come over you? So you uh, like oh edge yourself in with uh, another group. Why would I? Uh, this might be a
0: book, sorry, but you know. No, it's uh, it, that's just true. It's just true. You got to, it's proper in between, isn't it? Got to, they're not trying to push down with you, and then they they have <laughs> my, my, my back to you. Yeah. Do you know how
1: mad that is? They're not. They're not letting lines in, right? Okay, so you know, you're a young single guy, and you're going to a pub or a, a bar, whatever, a club, whatever it is, to meet other girls but they won't let you in because you're just with guys. It's like, but
0: I'm going out to to two girls,
2: and you're not letting me in. But you've got to think about the ratio as well because you don't want to be going out. That's
0: that's all the bouncers thinking about, aren't they? Only think about the ratio.
2: Yeah. I mean, he's doing a favour if you manage to get in.
0: True. You've definitely slipped in 20 quid or something. But also, going at Bucks, you've literally got thousands of students and I know, I think, when was exeter a couple of years ago 2019 maybe maybe in 2020 you know for that one there's not many clubs you know around at the uni so they must just be heaving with people you know they are packed on a normal uni uni night Do out, don't
1: have them
0: at the um, student unions well, oh, yeah, but they, so... I've been to that student union, at Exeter, and it's not large. No, is
2: it not? Yeah, it depends. We were we were at, when we were in Sheffield, we were at somewhere called the Leadmill, because I think we went to the Overflow after party, and it was just like indie nice. rock all night, which is alright sometimes, but I was wanting to dance this night, so I, I popped off with it, like the likes of Tom Guy, and Jeremy Barnes, and that. We went to this place called Code, just a normal random night out. I tell you what, it was it was absolutely minting and that like, a big up Sheffield there. Like. <laughs>
0: Absolutely love it. There's there's some decent stories from Sheffield as well. Let's let's jump onto our our next one here. <laughs> now, it's uh, we've had to uh, blank out a couple of them, but this is from um, uh, Emily Moyes, and she actually did some of the face paint, right? Ryan, is that right? Correct me if
2: I'm yeah, right. yeah, she was She was like kind of head, head director of all the, pace, all the face paint, to be honest. She was creative always...
1: director of face paint
2: uh, yeah, <laughs> That'd be yeah, a LinkedIn,
0: yeah. wouldn't it? That'd be a LinkedIn profile.
2: <laughs> we always, we'd always wake up on race day. As soon as we had our breakfast, we'd always just throw ourselves into her room for the face paint, obviously. Um, and then we'd get our face paint <laughs> then after the, after the event. So
0: just drop that in. Um, Roscoe, are you on? You gonna jump on this one? Yeah, i was gonna do a lady's voice, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> to be honest, books was always a day where any drama was set aside, and so nothing crazy ever happened. Although, obviously, the temptation to poke someone in the eye with a paintbrush was hard to resist, and definitely felt like we got way too up close and personal to some of you guys, which it was pretty awkward. Is that when she's doing the face painting? I yeah,
2: assume that was so. when she's oh. doing that. Probably not. The the so, well, i mean to be fair if
1: you're, you're going to be doing pace painting for like god tens and tens of people it's going to take you ages anyway mm-hmm. swear every single year despite starting painting at like yes starting painting at 7 a.m most of the boys team would rock up 10 minutes before we leave which was stress now that is just such a difference between girls and boys at that age like girls yeah. are so much more organized punctual like she's absolutely right like can we do staggered starts? We're going to make sure we get everyone painted. Lads, rock down. Nine forty-five. Bus at ten. Do you know what I mean? It's like, come on. Uh, rock up ten minutes before we had to leave, which was stress. And someone would always want a full face of blue and white, but there was some, but there's always some something that only wanted three little lines on their cheek. I definitely ruined Dan Eels and Jarvis's day in Sheffield by convincing them blue lipstick was a vibe, and it wasn't. So she managed to put <laughs> she managed to put blue glitter and lipstick on Dan Jarvis. I think he looks a bit like um, a drug cream. No, um, oh, what's he called? I'm forgetting his name. Is it um, like Boy George or something like is that. It? Is it Boy no, George? Yeah, I was going to say this is not uh, Boy George. Yeah, I mean the first thing is a big part of it. I always went for the Zorro, the Zorro, uh, just across the eyes, thin blue strip, easy peasy. See you later.
3: <laughs> wow.
1: Completed it, mate. Yeah. What did you do, Ryan? Just put a pencil bag on there. head. <laughs> uh,
2: what oh,
3: no, a
1: bag. Just, this look uh, good on you mate I, uh, blue, bag. you know the blue
2: <laughs> one the blue and white ones that you'd get from the office back in the day. <laughs> I one of them in my head.
0: <laughs>
2: no, nah, I used to just go for the red and white uh, the red and white definitely not red and white the blue <laughs> and the blue and white down there I'm um, straight down my face so kind of did the it job is, for me like
1: it, it is a big part of it getting the face pins and again that tribalism building uh, everything around
0: it makes you yeah. faster as well so it's, an, it's, it's a nice conversation that you guys are having about bucks, you know Ray. In and getting face paints and stuff it's pretty really cool <laughs> sounds like uh, i got my face painted uh, once
1: um it was at my sixth birthday party and i mean my into a tiger but um it was, i was gonna
0: say
4: tiger as well <laughs> love it God, i was so gonna say boys. you
0: know a, a tangible link um to that is that tunbridge actually have uh white and blue as well so i've had white and blue on my face before so Facing yeah same thing yeah Exactly. Um, let's jump on the yeah. next story. I think we might be uh we might be near to the end. Basically, um right, so this <laughs> one is from yeah, Beth Murray go. here, and I actually love this one.
1: Highlight for me was Bucks two thousand and fourteen. Trying to interview Johnny Hay for Athleticos, but ended up with about ten Birmingham lads all in Johnny Hay's mask, clean at the VM. <laughs> no idea who actually did the talk <laughs> the end, but just went with it. That is that is a good story. That a good banner from the Birmingham That's, lads. Yeah. It's, 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 I'll enjoy that. It's so, they,
0: so they've all they've all good. turned up with a Johnny Hay mask on. Brilliant! When he's trying to get an interview for the for after he's won the race. <laughs> <laughs> I rate
2: that a lot. Actually, to be fair, he's very good. That's good. I love that from
1: using uh, of the Beck media. Well. Got his got his the media yeah. the fucking journos.
0: Throw <laughs> so nice. back to Athleticos as well scenes yeah it's
1: huge still but i did think i was reading that i thought what
0: the hell is that was unreal. Anyway. you used to absolutely love it that was that was probably the first ever footage that you'd see of like a big race on, on mm. athletic course before it came uh to vinco and interestingly we've had one from uh sam lord's perk who's actually one of the commentators for vinco Uh, He said, Bucks 2017 in Sheffield, a naked man ran across the start line of the men's B race and kept slipping all over the place, up the hill, just a few minutes before the gun went off. It was iconic. Now, 2017, Ryan, ring any bells?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that was that was my first year there um, and where we've just watched the A race right we've just seen St Mary's actually smash it we're all buzzing we've seen the, the girls go and smash it as well we're just wanting to take, it's, our, it's our turn now we want to go and do what see what we can do and before a race it's weird because you, you're quite you're quite nervous but it was that team atmosphere so you're kind of talking amongst yourselves and then literally just before the gun goes you you, you are quite focused and uh, I think you get like a, a minute whistle or something as that whistle's gone there's a, I, I look up and there's a, a naked man standing about 20 yards <laughs> away from this right and in the mud, right? It's not something you see at the start of every race and he's just, and he's getting chased off the course kind of thing but he keeps slipping on the mud so he's, he's falling flat on his <laughs> arse and things like that, right? And I'm thinking that that image there is going to be in my head for the next 30 minutes until I finish this race. So, and it's not an image that, I mean, yeah, it's not an image I mean, really to be want. honest,
1: I'm not really sure people should be dicking about on the start of yeah. like that yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And I think, I think it could really make people balls up the race if oh, they've got, wow. in, got in their heads. Um, well done, Ross. Yeah. I did. I did I, I'd been thinking about that for a while. Just, I mean, the thing is though, if he's going to delay the start of the race, you don't want athletes to get too stiff before they run
0: as well. Oh my God! Can you stop? Jesus That's Christ! Those are good puns there. They're good puns. they they're good puns. Them aren't they? Great puns. Really puns, great puns. really good puns. As it goes, um, that is in fact all of the uh, messages that we have selected for this podcast. I'm sure that we could do part three, four, five, um, but I, I genuinely hope this that part two. This is oh oh yeah, forgot about part two. <laughs> um, <laughs> boys, how fun was that? It's good fun. That, that was that was great, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. That was properly good. Thoroughly what
1: are you just having for your tea tonight, anyway? Oh, uh, the
0: dinosaurs, it.
2: smiley faces, and uh, spaghetti hoops.
0: Oh my God, <laughs> Sam! <laughs> I'm joking,
1: Sam. Keep disrupting Sam's goodbye, Sam, Yeah, sorry, cheers, go. guys. No, but
0: this is the most important thing. This is where I tell everyone to go and like and subscribe to the podcast. Obviously, get on the YouTube channel as well if you're listening uh, via the audio on Spotify and Apple Podcast. But I can't do that now, Ross, because you've ruined it so i can't you it. say do, you, want me I to can't, do it for you? no 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 i can't say guys really hope you've enjoyed this episode there's loads of different episodes that you can go through we've spoken to over 60 athletes in the last year um that you can go and catch up on but you disrupted my flow and i'm not able to tell the listeners that can you do an outro please
1: um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, this has been a wonderful experience for me, reminiscing about uh, old times, and it's been great to be on this podcast with Sam uh, and Ryan. Um, but, guys, you stay ream. <laughs> 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 that is a throwback, and going to Joey? I, enjoy I you haven't heard ream in a long time. Oh, no, I no, want no, no, to no, no, bring, no. bring it back, you know. Yeah, I wanna, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing it back. I want to Bring say salty, salty potato. I mean, yes, I, I have been rewatching the Only Ones Essex series early <laughs> one, series during
0: really lockdown. Right <laughs> Mate, get on series, get on series one and one and three of. Um, I hate two. I hate the number two. Get on series, <laughs> one, get on series one and three of celebs go, <laughs> go dating as well with JS. Here we go. Anyway, I know no, you, genuinely, uh, go, genuinely though, Ryan, you can do. You can now do the outro. We'll have three outros. We're gonna
2: have another one. Oh man, yeah. right. So yeah, guys, thank you very much for listening. Thanks for everyone that put the input in as well. Um, Much appreciated for the content that we've managed to get. So, and now I really, really hope you all stay very safe during these struggling times. And uh, yeah, go like, subscribe, and um, go and check out the other videos that he's got on there as well, the old class.
0: Unreal scenes. Boys, thank you ever so much for joining. Thank you to the listeners for listening and the watchers for watching, the viewers for viewing. It's been a fantastic time. Hopefully we'll have bucks next year. Um, and we will have part two of the Bucks episode for Pod. That will happen. Um, and we'll also have a few more stories because if Bucks is on, I will be going, won't be racing, we will be attending the after party. Um, guys, thanks again. Ross, Ryan, cheers. See you guys. Nice one, boys.